This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have been in charge for less than a week and a car is already on fire. Moss turned the corpse pile into a garden. Quinny hunted down the remaining members of the Horde, and Butthole began to choose his council while mourning the necessity of being king. Who will end up running a car? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. So as Moss rushes off to deal with uh, the the fire uh, on the edge of town and uh, Butthole wears the, the weight of the crown heavily upon his brow, um, Quinny, you wake up in Gary the Aarakocra's uh, little, little sort of apartment um, that has been uh, sort of preserved uh, since his death as a, a bit of a shrine. Uh, obviously, it was sort of uh, tossed over by the, uh, the government at the time, but... Um, you know, it's uh, it's not terribly furnished, but there's still little little hints of Gary here and there. Oh yeah, uh, I, I wake up in a nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you uh, you specifically find um, as you uh, kind of wake up in this this uh, little, little sleeping nest, um, you've got like a just a nice um, uh, sort of like cloak that you, was was spread out. You just kind of pulled it up as a blanket mm-hmm. sometime during the night. Um, and uh, as you get up, um. Is there anything you'd like immediately do? Uh, do you think like I don't know what Quinny waking up in an unfamiliar space looks like? Um, there's a little bit of like trying to like move around the room and figure out who Gary was between the time that I knew him and last saw him. Okay, I like that a lot. Um, there's only one problem: uh, the getting up to move around the room piece uh, is uh, surprisingly difficult, as when you Try and get up. Uh, the cloak resists you, huh? Um, and kind of uh, you're sort of tangled up in it, but uh, it seems to kind of be be clinging on to you. Uh, you know, you start absentmindedly, you know, groggily, even first thing in the morning, get up, and I think as Quinny is met with resistance, it like kind of startles him awake, I guess, mm-hmm. and makes a very concerted effort to get this thing off of him. Uh, you cannot, uh, it is, uh, like it, it's one of those weird things where every, every motion that would normally throw fabric off of you, um, is almost met by resistance. Like it's not restraining you. It's just literally, it's like having something stuck to your hand, like trying to throw it off is, is not working. <laughs> I'm, I'm rolling and rocking in this thing. All right. Uh, you uh, want to roll me an arcana? Yeah. That's another natural one. I'll roll a again. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. You slept, so you can do it. Yeah. Oh, you can just do that forever because you're I'm a halfling now. Yeah. Sneaky little boy. <laughs> um, sorry. What was my mod- uh, modifier you were asking for? Arcana, please. Arcana. I will just bring that up. I'm sure it's zero. Oh, it's one. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So clearly there is some some magic to this this cloak, which isn't outside the realm for something Gary would would own. Sure. Um, 
But uh, unfortunately, with a 16, you don't really know what to make of this. Again, it's not impeding you in any way. So, like, you can roll around and, and thrash and stuff. It's just, it literally kind of feels like it's it's stuck to your your shoulders. Like, it's not coming off, but it's not. It's stuck to my shoulders. Like, it's in place like of it where is, I would yeah. be wearing a cloak. Okay. Yeah. That, I got so you're a not little like bit it, of a different Yeah, you're image. not fully okay. cocooned. You were at first when you were, like, trying yeah. to toss it off. But now that you're actually, like, rolling around, like, it's moving like a cloak would move. It's just you literally can't like unfasten it. It's it seems like it's almost glued to your shoulders. Okay, and like reaching down and like bringing up a bit of it and then letting go. It doesn't appear to be animated, really. It just drops as fabric does. Or uh, right now, yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's that's what a sixteen gets me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, then sensing no immediate danger from this thing, uh, I will. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll explore. Yeah, sure. like, like I guess I was originally going to do, but now with just like checking any reflective surfaces of like, what's this cloak doing behind my back? Kind <laughs> just of thing. Just around your shoulders. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and just uh, um, like you know, fussing with it throughout yeah. my exploration of the the home. Cool. So I think I'll take a investigation, please. Okay. Investigation. Oh wow. Uh, a 13. 13? Um, okay, so in terms of looking around, um, I'll tell you something that you find from Gary with, again, a 13 is not super high, but also he, you know, it, it was his personal space. It's not like he really hid it. Uh, also, he was the face of a revolution, so once he was out and doing that, it's not like you're like, no, 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 like, I don't, what? Um, <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, uh, Mr. Guevara, we've seen the, the picture of you looking up. Oh, no, it's a different guy. Different Che. Um, but uh, I'd also like to hear something that you find uh, of of interest uh, from, from Gary. Uh, from your 13, though, um, I'll say one of the things you're able to pick up that kind of tracks in a way that you hadn't initially put together necessarily, but um, just a sense of order. Uh, mm. To the space, and obviously it's been it's been um, ransacked. Ransacked. Would you say? A mm. Yeah, it's even more turned over. Like if the secret okay. police showed up, so like drawers are open, like the bed sheets have been rustled around, and everything else. Um, but uh, not like smashed up. Just okay. really like I'm searching for secret documents. But again, by that point, he was just out spreading the word. There wasn't really a lot of clandestine shit going on with the Freebirds until his death. It was just a lot of mm. like. This sucks. Why do? Um, but the sense of order is very clear, um, and it's. You trained with Gary before you went to prison or in prison? Uh, I trained with him in prison. Right. Um, hmm. He and I knew each other prior to that. I don't think he trained me. The listeners are going to either be like, yep, or hate that I'm getting this wrong. No, uh, it, was, okay. it was in prison. He was a prison <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. 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 Um, so this makes sense from his cell as well. Just like just that sense of, of, of order and cleanliness. And I think... Um, there's something to the idea that, and this is something the listeners will know because it came up in the epilogue about Gary, but just the idea that like there was value in the order that a cock could bring to Gary, that there's a sense of like order is valuable, order is important. And, you know, it's, there's still a lingering question, I think, for Quinny about why Gary sided with a Um But you can also just get a sense from the space of like, but maybe there was something about this the way Akal was previously running that would actually appeal to someone like Gary, that that sense of order and bringing order to chaos might might uh, be a value. But again, with the 13, there's not a lot. Um, mm -hmm. What uh, what do you find of him that is meaningful to you? Okay. Uh, with a 13, I won't say uh, a journal or anything like that. I'm like, <laughs> Gary's thoughts. Uh, uh, with a 13, I... you could find a journal with Gary's thoughts, but it's in code. Oh, that's interesting. So if interesting. you want that, I'll give it to you, but it's just... I actually really like what you're saying about order... Um, and a sort of sense of like a regimented routine and things like that order that a cock can bring. So I think Quinny finds a uh, still ticking uh, timepiece. He finds a pocket watch mm. um, that is like unblemished and still to the second, as far as he can tell, uh, completely accurate mm. in telling the time. Um. Okay, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and in um, a very, like, careful um, carved script uh, across the face, it just says precision. Not like a, it's a precision watch, but like 
as though it's been he had it specifically customized to have this word okay uh which also hmm. tracks with like his combat style and and sort of how <laughs> how you watched him train all the clone quinnies um but yeah so you pick it up and it has uh the word precision written written into it okay um am i uh, uh i think we mentioned earlier i'm not necessarily getting that smell of smoke or anything no like you're far that. enough away yeah. that okay yeah uh, you you don't get it okay then i think um depending on what's here i might make some breakfast <laughs> like yep. i might just have a morning meal before well, there I... aren't any eggs <laughs> that would be bleak for gary but right um yeah you can you can oh, find some stuff and okay. um and and put it together i think um you know, it's likely um, older stuff, but there is, I think, uh, can you find almost a, a bit of a, a joy? You feel a little bit closer to Gary as you you kind of like use his little, um, it's probably like a galley kitchen. Like it's, you know, yeah, a yeah. Little, little thing, but just to be able to, to prepare yourself some uh, some breakfast. But yeah, so you, you, you go about making a, a lean, but kind of like meaningful breakfast. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, meanwhile, back up in the Black Castle, let's get to it. Uh on between episodes, Ryan, you you, ha you had to think, you had to read, uh, and you put some stuff together. So, with the the crown weighing heavily upon you, uh, Butthole, what uh, what have you got for us? Yeah, so Butthole's made a list. Some people he's got to get approval on, but we're we're for lack of a better term, we're scaling up our overall castle operation. So some people have to switch around. So he's got a, a rough list of all the people that he thinks would be good for the big roles. I should probably ask Ryan, do you want to do this with the rest of the dum-dums? Like, do you want to like call together the, the, the council and, and talk to them? Or is this a tell us and then you'll gather all no, of them? No, I think he, he could bring them together to do it because he's just been debating. So none okay. of it's... None of it's secret for him, yeah. Great. So then I'll hold on you until we deal with the fire. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll come back yeah, to Yeah, no, you. that makes perfect sense. Great. Um, so and just a runner is like, oh, Moss. But I'm, okay, we'll just fuck this fire. Just zipping past yeah, yeah, them yeah. on the chair. Yeah. Um, so, Moss, uh, you arrive uh, to find um, uh, soldiers standing by. And it is, uh, you know, as someone who understands nature, um, it is a very controlled burn. Yeah, okay. Um, there is no, but also you haven't heard any of the reasoning behind this. It's just like... A bunch of vegetation's on fire mm -hmm. that was not there before. Um, vegetation, well, there wasn't vegetation before. Um, and uh, yeah, the army's just kind of standing by and uh, watching them. And there, there's some jubilation to it. Like okay. people aren't like dancing around it like it's you know Burning Man, but um, <laughs> they are. There is some real. For lack of a better like, yeah, going on. <laughs> okay, uh, Juniper is going to approach the. Uh, the group of a group of yeah people um and just kind of say to to the group no one in particular but kind of ask the question aloud it's like so uh why are we why are we burning this <laughs> um and uh captain vismuth will will turn um and uh she's um uh an elf um with just kind of like a a, a bit of the um like uh, sort of like a face like a bulldog just kind of like a little bit jowly, like she's still pretty slight, but like just kind of a jowly face um, and clearly has seen some shit. Like this is a a proper like brawler's face. So like her nose mm. is like crooked. She's got a you know, cauliflower ear, um, uh, but wears, um, you know, uniform of a car. Well, um, you can tell that uh, she's done her best with uh, some of the traditional war paint for a car, mm. but it was clearly in short supply in the zombie years um and uh she just kind of uh turns and says um uh, yes you are uh the the sheriff i understand uh, yes uh the great hero sheriff moss yes um uh, yes yes i am uh sheriff it uh, is a pleasure to meet you we hear lots of very very good things about uh, what you've done here for uh for uh, Aka. i'm uh, captain vismuth um and she captain salutes in the standard Aka way uh moss will salute back but not stiffly yep. just in a relaxed way um it's very good to meet you uh, uh captain vismith so uh, the uh, uh, you had a question the about the, the fire, fire. Yeah, she just points to yeah. the fire like <laughs> invisible nods and like yeah i know i was getting there like but also this having is, just been panicked oh, no fully understand and it's, it's definitely one of those weird like to everyone else around you it's like of course there's nothing to panic about but for you it's like what the fuck yeah um and Vismith just says oh yes the, the fire well 
our, our great enemies, the Planteers, came, uh, their, their god, their deity is this uh, Captain Planteer. You know this man? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, and she like spits on the ground. Um, she says, he arrived in, in, in uh, the night as a blur and uh, he, he stopped. Uh, he dropped down. He did superhero pose, you know, punch fist into ground, drop knee. Uh, and as he rose around him, uh, the, you know, fruits and vegetables, all, all manner of delicious food started to grow. But oh. we are too smart for this. We do not accept oh? gifts from planters, so we burn it. We burn uh, this um, cursed gift from this cursed man. Oh, for we are a It's cursed. You checked it for curses. We did not need to check for curses. It's, it's a gift from our worst enemy. Perhaps you have not seen stage play Trojan Horse, but uh, when... Uh, you, you look gift horse in mouth, and then you burn gift horse, you know? Uh, un hmm. Unless you can use the gift horse to your own advantage. Yes, but then people come out of gift horse and kill you. You think, okay, I put giant horse in downtown. Everybody say, hey, pretty nice giant horse, right? But then in middle of night, come out and stab. No, you do not, you do not keep cursed gift. You burn cursed gift. So you burn... Hmm... We went to, okay. uh, you may not be aware, we went no. to a long war with, uh, with Planteers. They're bad news. I understand, I understand. I also have beef with Captain Planteer, and uh, Moss will mimic the spitting on the ground. Um, <laughs> uh, for record, there was no beef, only only vegetation and growth. You, you uh, make plants grow and oh, burn those plants. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and then this is where Moss gets all self-conscious about like misunderstandings because she doesn't she doesn't yeah. feel charismatic at all. <laughs> like Juniper, just like, no, 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 it's not. Um, it was it's a turn of phrase. Can you roll I, me a oh, persuasion shit. check at disadvantage from your bad night's sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve. Uh, no, sheriff. No misunderstanding. There is no. Uh, perhaps are you? You have fought very hard for for several days. Perhaps you need more rest. This uh, we have this under control. I, yeah, I was standard resting, but the fire. Um... Yes, it's, it's standard procedure. It's fine. Army has under control. You need not worry. And respectfully, I, well, I... Uh, role of sheriff not a recognized role in our army. There is no like. If you're looking at uh, the hierarchy, there's no well, like, okay, there's a captain, and there's a commander, yeah, and there's a sheriff. You I'm know? also chief justice now. Um, uh, since has there been royal edict that perhaps army is not heard? Um, okay, no, do you, you're right. You, you can, know what? We'll just wait. For, we'll just wait. I mean, you can we'll try and deceive I, or intimidate if you want, mm. but are you just going to... Moss, uh, Moss is so worried. She doesn't want to like get on these people's bad side like right away, so she's just going to kind of go along. She's like, okay, um... What? Okay, let's just see. Here's the thing. We don't really have much food, right? No, no. The uh, the stores are very, very small. It's problem with undead army. They want to eat brains, uh, you know, which we can't exactly grow from ground. We find enemies, uh, they kill eat brains, whatever. But no, not a lot of food to go around, no. Um, so could we just put a pause on the fire and and I could, I could, ch I mean, I have a lot of ability to detect poisons and 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 things like that um i could uh, uh i sheriff i, I don't know if you understand how fire works you can't exactly hit pause on fire well, fire can is burning someone do well i mean if the fire's burning i could just create an ice storm above it and then the fire will turn it to rain and it'll put put it out respectfully sheriff it sounds like you come here with solution in mind already uh None of us have magic make storm powers. I, I have a, I'm very good with a sword and I'm very punchy. Okay. Well, and admittedly, also pretty good soprano singer. No one ever asks, but pretty good. Oh, I'd love to hear that someday. Okay, well, maybe after the fire. Yes. But um, okay, uh, can you roll me a persuasion to see if they will let you stop their giant fire? Yeah. I would have asked for it right now. I would have been like, let's hear the soprano voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Quinny didn't need a captain who yeah. says they can sing. Like Tom's trying to give us a new person to live in the palace. Uh, disadvantage again? Oh, yeah. Oh, whoa, they're both one. Oh, shit. Yeah, they they're are. They're guys. God damn. That's a one, one in 400 chance of that happening. Oh, um, incredible. Okay, so. Uh, incredible. Wow, that is, that is a failure at a at a. Right, we you rarely I watched it rarely happen. see. Holy um, fuck. But my oh, this uh, okay. Dice. So, 
Laura, I gotta give you, I gotta give you something bad for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, two, yeah, two ones. Yes, I, I think the odds are one in four hundred for that. Yeah, just said, yeah, Like you all say that, like it's a value to me in this mathless brain I have. I just, uh, the only reason I know it is because I ran the numbers on how unlikely it was for you to roll. Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lucky, twenty, lucky 20 times twenty, right? Hurt. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This is this is gross. I like it. Um. Laura Moss is so deeply upset by the the misunderstandings that she's managed to stumble into, uh, the fear of of not being able to live up to Juniper, also being a combination uh, Moss, etc. That um, your own deep seated self doubt uh, is going to increase uh, your likelihood of turning wolf by one. So now but that's part of why she's. I know to not it's get upset or anything. Almost like repressing no. things instead of dealing with them makes them worse over time. Uh, so yes, no. your your odds have gotten worse uh, because Moss is just so far in over her head uh, with this. She doesn't even think to ask for a song. Yeah, um, and that the biggest problem is the only therapist we know actually you now have an increased chance of turning into a wolf trying to summon. <laughs> <laughs> and because you're both people, you would have to switch back and forth and then make notes. Yeah. And so the sheer number of changes means defo. Wolf. After the one in 400 chance we just had, uh, well, yeah. I don't know much about odds, but those odds are bad. Yeah. yeah. Donald's um, the other therapist we know, and it's too politically fraught for her to engage with a car right now. <laughs> um, excellent. So, uh, yeah, uh, Moss, I think with. With with some degree of, of disappointment, you just kind of watch all this viable uh, food and vegetation burn, uh, at which point uh, Patty Two Eyes bursts past you and says, Hey, Captain Fistmouth, listen, first and foremost, looking forward to hearing that amazing song you always sing but didn't just now. Second, we gotta go. The big cheese has to have a word with you about burning all our foods and stuff without talking to anybody. And Vismith kind of looks at you, Moss, um, and looks at uh, Patty Two Eyes and says, well, if, if the king says. Um, and uh, Ryan, had you given her orders to stop the fire or to just oh, salvage what she he'd could? He said to like sal basically salvage, not like whatever yeah. is doable. Frankly, the fire is going to keep burning no matter no. what. Odds are get the food that's not burning yeah. out is going to be better. Um, so uh, Vismith um, turns away from Moss uh, and just says, uh, you heard... Uh, I cannot believe I'm taking orders from you, but uh, you heard Miss Two Eyes uh, put out as much fire as you can, uh, reclaim what food you can uh, in the name of uh, the uh, the Tingly Boys, uh, put it to one side, does not ask for Moss's ice storm at all, despite the fact that would make it a lot easier. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, due to this, the amount of crops that can be salvaged will be much lower. Um, Moss, you watch what? as as uh, the world moves but, on without you, having rolled but, two ones. But, but, okay. That's probably what it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that is 100% mm -hmm. <laughs> just standing there. But I... But I this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Hello friends, Ryan here for another ad, but this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40K, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. All right. Um, Butthole, you summon uh, everyone to you. So, uh, well, I guess we should probably check in on Reggie, huh? We haven't, we haven't talked about Reggie yet. Um, how does, uh, what does Reginald's morning look like? I mean, I assume the fire... Well, he doesn't, neither of you smell the fire. He would have heard Patty Two Eyes come in, but like, what does he wake up to? Reginald wakes up in a room that he has, he's he's grown in the world, so it's only lightly trapped. Okay. He's also aware that there's a fire around the palace, and frankly, Butthole is above him, so odds are they would go past him to get there, but he had to sleep near the door in full armor in case somebody tried to get Butthole, because if Butthole dies, then technically he's in charge, and that's awful. Mm. So it's a weird combination of wanting to stay out of the way, but having to protect the guy so you don't have to wear the crown. Uh, slept poorly. Lots of nightmares. Uh, he's awake, <laughs> but he knows Butthole's doing a lot of thinking. And his experience with other people thinking in times of crisis and war is don't be in the room. If you're in the room, you get a job. If you stay where you are, no job. Just get to stay where you are. So he's just been hiding in his room. <laughs> um, so the room is attached to the vault. Would you have spent any time looking in the vault? I mean, he has... He has the legal right to be the first into the vault, and he gets to pick a third of what is in there for himself before anyone else. So, yes, he would go into the vault. <laughs> All right. Can you roll me, um, I'll take perception or investigation, depending on how you want to play it. Probably investigation makes the most sense because he's not just looking for anything. He's looking for the best things. Yeah, true. All right. That is an 11. 11. Um, okay, so... Uh, He's also not an expert in a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the vault also has been fairly picked over since it was opened. Um, like, it's not like Typhus was like, ah, room full of magic shit, that's fine. That can just stay there. Um, so it's uh, it's fairly picked over um, in, a, in an upsetting kind of... Being continually disappointed by kind of like the state of, of the Black Palace. Um, that said, uh, with an 11, you do manage to find something. Um, Yay! You uh, you actually find uh, Emily and uh, Archibald's uh, matching wedding bands uh, that, from your grim psychometry, uh, just lingering, you can tell have have some kind of like they're perfectly matched. They have a bunch of shit etched into them, uh, and you can tell have have some value uh, or, or some magical uh, ability of some sort. With an eleven, you don't know what that is though. Hmm. All right, then he'll. 
he'll like pocket that shit and he's got to talk to somebody to find out what the fuck is he's not just gonna put him on he's yeah do idiot. you have do you have arcana and stuff or is that a uh a, yes he does actually he's he's quite intelligent yeah i'm happy for you skills. to try and puzzle it out it's just like just looking at them you're like Meh. oh yeah no let's puzzle it out there yeah, yeah yeah diving in there that is a 15 15 okay um so in uh, in kind of turning them over, um, you can almost like when you have two magnets um, and you can kind of feel the, the magnetic pull between them, you can feel that there is like a, a connection between the two rings. Um, and also as you turn the two rings over in your hand, um, they seem to blur a little bit. Um, it's not a super high roll, but it is, that's what you get. Well, shit, I'm going to have to talk to an expert about this, but, uh, you know what? I'm going to say I get to pick a third of this place by weight, so this is mine. <laughs> he just pockets it. Yeah, 100%. Um, great. Okay, so you're, you're fucking around in the vault, um, uh, and then uh, Butthole calls together the the council of, I mean, I don't know if you want to call them the council. You can tell me what, what it is. You called the dum-dums together. Uh yeah, right now he's summoning House Farch because that's the the issue that the the current name that exists is they are all House. They Farch. are House Farch. Mm -hmm. You are correct, but it's time for them to become something more. Where uh, where do you want to hold this? Just in continuing to to hang out in the the kind of royal chambers. Yeah, yeah, that feels appropriate. It's somewhere that's separate. He also would know that both his mom as a spy master and shithole whatever the fuck his name is to butthole uh they they're just they're they would have kept this place relatively free of someone's ability to spy in it's probably magically shielded like cash in on what's there yep uh and the black castle is still surrounded by a moat of ethereal flame so like you've got some good defenses uh in place do so we know how to get through that there's a drawbridge there's a bridge yeah, yeah. So oh, you, you have okay. control of you. Okay. This is one of those weird things where like the things that used to hurt you are now yours. Uh, so, you know, cool. Um, unfortunately, the only Raven gate you had, you blew up off a cliff. We, but did. we, we exploded that. Uh, yeah. fine. Where's Alan? Guys, there's one in my room and we're going to figure it out. Can't we just take one of Alan's? Sure. Yeah, of course. You just pocket them. They're great. Yeah, yeah. she's giant. She's so giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan loves giving away power to people for their convenience. I'm, just, I'm if, sure Alan's just misunderstood. I have a feeling if Moss asked, Alan would be okay. With <laughs> I think I think Moss episode. would be able to pitch the best worded question to get Alan on board. Why don't you send Billy fingers? Oh, oh man. All right. We can make so, another one. Uh, okay. Why, so why do you do this? So oh, God damn it, Tom. Butthole is in the room. He would have had at this point if he's had a couple of days where he's ordering things around from the palace. He would have had some like functional non-futuristic furniture brought up there'd be the map of a car because interestingly enough in medieval times they would never have actually used the overhead maps that you see in the majority of battlefields because they didn't have an idea of what the land ground Land looked like from the sky Mm. yeah but his nation he actually is in a giant like palantir orb (laughs) at the top of palace so he's got it there it's it's reminiscent in like a shitty knockoff kind of more brutalist tyrannical way of the room that he set up back at the Fortress of Forlorn Hope, which always felt more like him. This one feels like a knockoff evil version of him. Uh, he's there in his armor, and he just kind of welcomes everybody in. The moment you guys get off the the elevator on the way up, Reginald just strides out as though he walked into the palace with you. Like, he just joins <laughs> you at the side, and all three of you kind of, like, walk oh, I together. I love that image. That's very funny. Yeah, it's perfectly timed, so he's there, and there's a place you can set your weapons down so you don't have to be, like, weirdly armed in the room. Not that you're being stripped of them because you're not royalty, but just you don't have to carry a bunch of fucking heavy metal around if you don't want to. Uh, and Butthole just says, all right, so I've been doing a lot of thinking now that we have the palace. Uh, did you guys sleep good? Uh, sort of. Yeah, slept okay. Was really tired after, you know, uh, exterminating and running the, the horde out of here. But uh, then I woke up and this thing was on me. And I just gestured to the cloak hanging off my shoulders butthole would you have noticed the that he wasn't wearing his, i mean he's wearing his normal cloak but this other cloak is not like i don't think he's he might, a double cloak i don't now, think he yeah. would have pegged that in advance <laughs> until it was pointed okay, out gotcha. here now he'd be like oh that's kind of weird like i stayed at gary's place last night i just you know just felt you know some sort of familiar a little bit but uh what the what the hell is it uh, let me take a look. And he's just going to go over and just like sniff it and do like his weird like run a finger over it, lick his finger, see what it tastes like. His terrible instinctual guessing about magic. Well, I think we know what you get to roll for that. Yay. Uh, 
That is a... That's the wrong character sheet. <laughs> I have a lot of sheets today. That is a 17. 17. Um, so as you run your finger along the cloak and then like... Like it, um, it actually responds, uh, to, to your touch in, in as much as like it almost tracks your finger, um, and then flutters back. Um, but butthole, unlike Quinny, you would, you would recognize this, uh, in the same way that you're always finding new friends. Uh, this, this thing is giving you strong, like Aladdin's carpet vibes. Um, so like there's clearly an, an intelligence of a sort um, cause basically I think like Quinny is like fucking around with it and it's like, it's not coming off. What the fuck is this? You're like, this thing could be a friend. Um, so yeah, it responds a little bit to your touch such that you feel like there might be. Oh, you got like, like a smart cloak. Well, it's dumb because I can't take it off. Yeah, is well, it cursed? No, no, I don't. I don't. Is it cursed? Should oh, I try to remove the curse? No, everybody shut up for a second. I'm trying to give some advice here. It's, it, I said smart, not evil. I would call it an evil cloak or a cursed cloak if it was cursed. I don't smart think it's cursed. could be evil. We're not anti-intelligence in this realm. I'm not letting I'm, that be set as our no, problem I'm right up front. I'm just saying smart people can be good. They can also be evil. Also, most of the crops got burned. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, let's rewind two steps. A, <laughs> you're assuming I'm using the word smart neutrally to also mean evil. I'm not a complicated man. I barely speak English. I just say the words I mean. I think it has its own little magical brain and it's trying to be your friend. Maybe it was friends with Gary. Now it wants to be friends with you, Quinny. Let's reach down and like grab the corner of the cloak and hold it up in front of my face. Is that true? Uh, can you roll me a charisma save? <laughs> save. That's a two on the die. And a three for the modifier. Total of five. Oh, just a, just a loose cloak. Just nothing there. Just, just limp cloak in your hand. Yeah. Okay, you got to be nicer to it than just like grabbing it and asking questions. Like, would you, would you do that to a person at a bar? No, maybe you should like... Help wash it. Like, be nice. You can win it over over time, and then maybe it'll save your life or something. I I don't think when he says anything, he just, like, after hearing that and seeing, like, factually from his perspective, like, this is just a regular cloak that has stuck to me somehow. He's just going to try and pull it again. Just try and pull it off of his body. Stop being mean to the cloak. It's your friend. Yeah, Moss, having relaxed now that she's delivered the bad news and can focus on the cloak now. Um, <laughs> snuck it in under bigger yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, she's going to go up to, to Quinny and just kind of lightly, lightly touch, just kind of run a finger down it mm -hmm. and kind of, kind of lift up, like scoop up a corner and just kind of, and put it up to her mouth and just say, are you, are you alive? Can you roll me a charisma save? Yep. Am I still at disadvantage? Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? You've suffered enough. You're, you're <laughs> <Okay. good> enough. <laughs> 14. You and this kingdom. Yeah, it'd be a real dick move to be like, no, it's not exhaustion. <laughs> it's just permanent disadvantage whenever I say so. Um, which is for that scene. Um, okay, so yeah, it, it like... You don't get the sense, uh, Moss, that it's alive necessarily, but there is kind of like some kind of enchanted intelligence to this thing. Like it's not, it's a, it, it, you don't get the sense that like it's got a name and a mm. and a soul per se, but it it does seem to uh, to respond all all right to you. Um. Okay. Did it do something? I mean, it seems kind of like here. Uh, like present can i can i cast detect good and evil uh yeah just to see um i, I mean I, I know it's like i don't know if this is really what it is but just in case there's anything like well elemental I mean, celestial like weird shit yeah, that's like attached to it or for something sure. and, and you're like stuff. your curse your inclination to be worried that it's cursed because he can't take it off is also like a valid yeah concern so yeah i think you can cast it okay um, I do so. Hmm. Great. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it comes back neutral. It really feels kind of like um, it, it, there's nothing inherently evil or good about it. It just seems like a an enchanted tool of some sort. I mean, seems honestly, Quinny seems okay. I, I don't know if it can do anything, but oh, Quinny, if it Quinny. doesn't bother you, like it's if, I don't sense evil. If it's not bad, why don't you? Try doing like one of your cool flips and swirl your coat around and strike a pose and see if it does anything cool. Maybe it'll get your intention of coolness. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, there's no like important reason you brought us here, right? It was oh, just, yeah, we're just hanging is, out. I'm okay. going to need yeah. to do this first or okay. I'm never going to be able to Also, have you tried flying? No. Why? No. Okay, that one might be a bit of a leap, even for I, me. Alan had a cloak that let her fly. You know Alan? <laughs> yes, you she knows Alan. You told me all about Alan. I've met Alan. Okay, I'm... I just killed my parents like three days ago, and we're in a war, and I, right. I can't remember some things. Okay, snare, snare. Yeah, Goblin thank you. Too. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so do a flip. Yeah, okay, stand back. <laughs> and I, I do a flip. All right, um, Quinny, how, uh, how antagonized are you feeling about this whole situation? I'm feeling like. I've done a pretty good job of investigating this thing, and the results of my roles be damned, I know what's going on. And this is a weird cloak that's only magical quality is that it's stuck to me. It won't come off. <laughs> okay. So and everyone else is being overly sensitive and dumb. <laughs> okay. So standard. This is, yep. this yeah. is Quinny at normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh fair enough. God. All right. So Quinny, um, go ahead and roll me an acrobatics for the lols. Natural 20. <laughs> Um, so you, well, you tell me, tell me what this flip looks like. Is it, I mean, you rolled that 20, so go nuts. Oh, is it God. a backflip? Uh, it, it would of course be a backflip. Yes. Um, and I, uh, uh, I, um, oh gosh, how do you incorporate a cloak into this thing? Uh, I, uh, I flip, um, there's a Cirque du Soleil thing where, uh, uh, the, one of these guys, he was doing basically, um, Backflips like uh, springing on his hands and then to his feet again, but he's doing it so fast that it basically looks like he's just rotating mm -hmm. really, really fast. And so Quinny is just doing like 30 backflips <laughs> in a row and the cape is like splayed out and he's doing it fast enough that it looks like uh, flower petals. Just a, a flower Fuck, yeah. with Quinny uh, in the, the bud of it. All right. Um, as you're doing that, you can feel the cloak tugging at you, particularly when you land. Um, and it seems to be kind of like almost tugging back and forth, um, almost towards uh, Moss one moment, almost towards uh, Butthole another. And it's not like trying to pull you off off center. Um, and you don't get the sense that it's like, yeah, it's just kind of tugging you in, in either direction. Okay. I'll also give you a point of inspiration because you rolled a nat 20 on a very innocuous skill check. And I feel like you deserve something <laughs> nice for it. Well, thank you. I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm inhabiting the character too too strongly. Um, uh, so in my flipping, I feel it alternating slight tugging yep. towards Moss and then towards Butthole? Yep. Okay. Uh, Not towards I'm, Reginald, though. Okay. Once I'm done showing off and I stop, I will, instead of striking like the finishing pose of like a gymnastic run or anything like that, it's more like a pose of just like my body is ready to... To, for, for any kind of sensory interaction from this cloak. He just stops, he's like, hands are out, his eyes are open, he's like, do I feel anything? What's happening right now? Um, can you roll me a... I'm gonna go with the Christmas save again, please. <laughs> okay, natural one, and then... <laughs> I've been rolling a lot of those, I'm scared. <laughs> there we go, natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. He feels the world. <laughs> Whoa, that was close. Real, uh, some real cradle to the grave shit going on. Okay, so um, you land solidly, uh, and um, whereas the cloak was tugging left and right, when you drop and you just kind of land in a moment of of absolute calm, um, the cloak almost just flutters down around you um, and ceases to tug in either direction. Uh, because you rolled a nat twenty, um, you get the sense that with by dropping all focus, it seems to have also dropped all focus. So you do seem to have some, it seems to be responding to you in some way, shape or form. You're just not entirely sure how. I, can I continue to kind yeah, of? Yeah, you can poke it as much as you want. Yeah. I look over to butthole mm -hmm. and I think about my friend. I think about butthole. Cloak does nothing. Okay. I look over to Moss and I think about my friend Moss. Cloak does nothing. And I'm like, all right, I thought I had something there, but... And you're all just watching me, like, yeah, look at just you. Yeah, we're watching. We did a lot word... of flips, so we're, like, impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Quinny, Looking you at okay? you wordlessly. Uh, uh, and then I say, I thought I had something. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's weird. Can you roll me an insight? Six. Six. 
You thought you had something. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. My assessment is accurate and correct, and this is just yep. a magically stuck on cloak. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll figure the cloak thing out later. Uh, I brought you all here because we're kind of at a scale where House Farch existed now, but I'm the king of a car, so kind of House Farch is a car. That you don't have like a noble house when you're the, the king. It's just that's the country. So we're okay. going to kind of need everybody to become the council. And we're going to ha- kind of have to scale up a lot of the jobs to have like more specifics. Then I've been thinking about where I can put everybody. And I think I've got most of it once we get back in touch with the Fortress of Forlorn Hope. Because there are too many crazy people here. And we can't keep track of who's honest and who's not. I have plans for that too. But I got a list of like jobs that I think everybody could do. And I just want to make sure it makes sense to, to you guys. Okay. Can we just... I, I just so I don't forget. Um, uh, can we just make all of this like a royal edict so everyone g- gets on side? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're okay. gonna announce all this uh, shit. Don't worry about that. Because I had problems with that by the by the crops. Well, oh, about the burning thing. Yeah. Yeah, I sent out some orders, so we'll save the food that we can, unless yeah. for some reason they got confused along the way, which probably didn't happen. And then uh, <laughs> we'll we'll pull that back in. We'll make sure that we get the good seeds from you, and then you do your thing where you speed up growing, and we'll try to recover as much as we can. Also, okay, uh, we're gonna have to talk to all the captains, and we may need to execute some of them. Okay, so there was a fire. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he just like points out to where there's like a ring of fire yeah. around the yeah. side. He walks the city. out to the giant vista window, is like, huh. Yeah, Captain Plantier, I guess. Ca- grew food, a- and then yeah. the captains made some unilateral he grew food decisions. And he set it on fire. Yeah, because they fucking, don't like. He's fucked up. That Captain no, Plantier. The captain didn't set no, no, it on no. fire. The army did. The army did because they. And then the army. They don't want They don't want like no, a, our our army set the crops on fire. Our army. Because on. they don't trust Captain Plantier and thought it was like a Trojan they were horse. Get, yeah, they're trying to get clever, and they're not clever. And, and not realizing we could just take. It. So I told them. I convinced them that they're stealing the food. Okay, carry on. Great. I okay, so I can't. So I, can't I got some jobs that I think will work for everybody. I kind of made a list, and then I want to get your opinion. So I was thinking, my hand, who kind of like a steward, <laughs> he says, looking at the, the sheet. Uh, I, I think it's got to be Annan, who could just like get things done. Oh, it feels sense. like chief Absolutely. of staff of the nation. Okay, She's that makes sense. Kind of doing that, yeah. Okay, some of these are going to sound weird, and we're just going to go with them. So, Chief Justice. Is going to be Moss. We've already talked about that. So Moss, you're going to be in charge of like everything that takes place, uh, kind of with the town, that like the city guard and all that kind of stuff. So you're going to be in charge of the police force, kind of stuff in the city. That'll be you and justice in general. Quinny, I know we've okay. had you as a privateer. Um, Perfect role for me. Yeah, yeah, but you can't really nationally have a privateer is the problem because it's thievery. Well, you could be the first. We're coming off of a war. We need to make friends. So, all right, I, I need to, I need to make a change. I think with you and Reginald. Oh, what are you changing for me? Well, Reggie, I feel like you were doing great as a spy master, kind of a small scale. I was doing great, uh, but <laughs> what I think is we might need to like scale this up a little bit. So, Quinny, I was thinking we could make you the spy master, so you get to do sneaky things and you get to do privateering and other things that are necessary, but in a way that doesn't trace back to us and I don't have to say in public. Also, you're way better at lying than any of us, and that feels like it's really key to spy mastering. Hmm. And then I was okay. thinking, Reginald, we would take out of spy master, and we would make him the general of the army, because Reginald actually has experience as a general. The troops generally like him, uh, and he could run like you know the palace guard at the same time. If we've got like a regiment that like hangs out in this palace to keep us all safe. Maybe we could train up Crendon one day to be general, but Crendon uh, is uh, like a scout captain right now who's run like 30 troops, and we're talking national level military movement. And I think Moss has to have words with Crendon as well for unrelated wolf things. Unimportant wolf yeah. things. Yeah. Um, it, can, it can wait. <laughs> uh, Quinny, would you be game for that, or do we need to roll a persuasion check? That is, I think, a big ask of Quinny, given how he's handled larger scale responsibilities in the past. All right, so let's do an opposed check, okay. please. Quiddy, Quiddy, can you can you can you step over here just so I can explain exactly what I'm what I'm thinking? Yeah. All right. Okay. So come over to the corner with me, because everybody else stay here. Okay. <laughs> Takes out of the corner. He's, Here's the thing about being a spy master, Quinny. What? I need you to be sneaky. Yeah. And I need you to do the right thing that I tell you to do, but I'm also acknowledging that as a king, there are certain things that are not nice that might have to happen for me to stay king. 
So I need you to do as spy master, the right thing or the right wrong thing. And I don't trust a lot of people to have that unilaterally as a decision. Okay. Um, also you can have your spies rob any evil person you want as long as it doesn't start a war. Okay. Quinny will like look over his shoulder, over his cloak at everyone, <laughs> make sure everyone is far enough away for this and we'll say, are we still going to be able to like talk and stuff? Oh yeah. I assume like you're going to have to be around. You're going to like yeah, live okay. in the palace, all that shit. And okay. Like Ginny can come here and hang out in the palace. So there's like a wall of fire between her and anybody who'd have a problem. And yeah, yeah. we'd be working together like day to day. Okay. All right. That's look, um, stuff is different now, you know? Uh, yep. I'm pretty much been kind of in this whole game for myself or my friends, which is also kind of selfish because they're my friends. Mm -hmm. But now I have a daughter and the world needs to make sense for her. Okay. And that's also selfish because it's my daughter and I don't care what happens to other people's kids, but I would like to help you make the world better for her. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Okay. Another question that what? you may hate. So right now, line of succession, there's kind of a problem because there's me yeah, and you, then there's Reginald. Yeah. If they kill me, odds are Reginald's not going to last very long. He's paranoid, but he's not going to be able to hang on and make any friends. Okay. Which means he probably dies, which means I need to pick a third person after me and Reginald to ensure the line of succession. I know you don't want to be king. Correct. Again. <laughs> for the second time, but yes. Yeah, so. Didn't have to rub it in like that, butthole? <laughs> Normally I wouldn't have, but something just really pushed me. <laughs> what do you think about Ginny? As the ruler of a car. If I and Reginald die, which will happen a long time from now, Maybe, maybe never, but she'll have a god looking after her if I croak. Also worth noting that if Quinny and Reginald are dating and in love, as we've established, they clearly are, uh, then, you know, it's, it's kind of like his, <laughs> his stepdaughter. Nope. Uh, it's like his <laughs> no, stepdaughter. just buttholes really suppressing a lot yeah. as he does his king job. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And Quinny's like, it's made up. It doesn't matter. Of course. And then, you know, so. So what if. What if I, I was trying to think of like who'd be a good person, who'd be young, who'd be able to do all that, who's got a good mentor, who can keep their shit together, and who doesn't have any like bad political alliances. Also, I, I don't think she'll become like a weird egotistical narcissist. She's kind of lasted long enough as a normal person. Okay. Also, she hates her dad, and from what I've seen, that seems to make pretty good rulers. <laughs> looking at himself, and then like I'm thinking of a lot of people who've had shitty dads in power. <laughs> and Quinny takes it too personally, not like the quality of hating your dad is what makes you a good ruler, but hating her dad is what makes you a good ruler. So it's like, wait, does everyone hate me? What? What? Snarf? Shut up. <laughs> hey, don't be mean to him. No, I heard and understood what he said. And he, just, he was like, what? So he was aping us. Listen, we could both understand what he says now. <laughs> Why are you taking his side? Yeah, no, no. He, he had it right. He had it right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stick my snoot in this. Just, just, just think on it. I don't want to make Ginny in line to the throne without your permission, because that'd be weird. Okay. I was not expecting that ask. Me neither, man. This has been a weird day. Look over my shoulder again at everybody just <laughs> standing over there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and butthole, it looks to you like he's just looking to Reginald for emotional support and distance every time he does that. Yep, that is what I think is happening. Yeah, do you back. want it? Do you want to talk to Reginald about it? What? Why? Well, I mean, you're taking over the spymaster job, and she's kind of like your daughter and such. I, I guess I would want to make sure he's okay with losing the spymaster job because I don't need him feeling shitty about that while I try to do the job that he did, and you know, maybe sabotaging it or something. Which I think we, as a group, are past that. But, you know, yeah, I'll check in with him. If okay. you think it's a, important to do, sure, all right. Honestly, with where things are at between you two, I think you should. <laughs> he swallows his pride trying to help someone have a healthy really relationship. so invested in me and Reginald, you, Baba Yaga, fuck me. <laughs> all right, Your friends yeah. care about you. 
We want you to be happy. And we want you to be safe. Oh, okay, yeah. And Quinny's like, no, oh, that, all right. That was a lot. <laughs> it feels like a lot to put on me and Reginald talking, but yeah. Uh, he'll turn around and be like, okay, yeah, good talk. Yeah, good, good talk. Okay. Come back to the group. So, uh, what were you guys doing oh, while we were talking? <laughs> I was standing in silence. Uh, cool. Are you all right with um, with me having the spymaster job? I think general's something you like, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's fine by me. I mean, spymaster. It would have been fun, but frankly, I'd rather have my own army. Yeah, generals generally uh, have their own army. Have their own army. <laughs> it's usually in front of them. Oh, correct. A correct. Different and army. I'm going to have a small part of that army inside this building at all times. All right. Yeah. So. All right, he seems pretty cool with it, but I think we're good. Yeah, you you two communicate so well. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so on the list of other jobs that I that I thought, uh, we have to have a, a diplomat, somebody to go talk to other kingdoms. I'm thinking, again, let me know if you have any objections, Bucky, because Aka has a terrible. Sorry, re- Moss just yeah. stiffened. Aka has a terrible reputation. For war crimes and atrocities, which means we need somebody who is universally likable and someone who never seems to be mean. So I'm thinking it's really hard to not like Bucky. And if he shows up, they're not going to be like, I bet that guy was chosen by a necromantic genius. <laughs> As Moss rubs the wound. It's like a thousand yard stare. Yeah. Yeah. And Quinny like doesn't care. He's like, yeah, whatever, I guess. Okay. Uh, Moss Quinny is- hasn't thought about Bucky in ages. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Reginald so. has no opinion on any of these. He's just happy he has an army. So yeah. he's just nodding and not paying attention. Moss, that makes sense to you? Um, Moss is going to cast heroism on herself just so she can like... Because <laughs> she doesn't... She just wants to be brave in this moment. Oh. Um, uh, yes, I just... I have to keep reminding myself that it wasn't Bucky who killed me. It wasn't Bucky who killed me. It was that other thing. It was that other thing. It wasn't Bucky. So if you think that's who's best, then yes. Great. Okay. So that'll be Bucky. Uh, in terms, <laughs> I of- just hope that Bucarius didn't kill a bunch of other people, and that's gonna like mess up like Bucky going around and. Oh, like Bucarius gives Bucky a bad reputation. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, he killed they, me. Do they look the same? Who else did he kill? Well, Bucarius is really like big and stuff, so. That might confuse. Yeah. yeah. So maybe not. It's they might be different. Okay. So we put Bucky on a diet or something. Make sure. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. can give him like really weird He's clothes. Like something really stand outish. Like we, we could do something with his scales. Like give him yeah. a mohawk. Something really bold. We'll take drawings of what you know Bucarius looks like and we'll choose the opposite and we'll kind of give okay. Bucky a glow up or a glow down because we it's want like to be not smaller. what he wore to the party. The yeah. original love. The opposite of Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, we have to make it. We have to make it work. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> For the architects, because we need somebody to, to build the layout of the town and make it all work. It, realistically, they're going to be supervising stuff. They're not going to actually build. So I want to throw this out there. I'm thinking Declan and Honor System. Declan keeps complaining oh. about our security layout, and he keeps telling us how we should have built the walls and where we should put buildings and how we should do all this crap. And Honor System actually seems to know how to do math. So between the two of them, I think they could handle supervising other people building a layout for a town that would make sense, both like defensively, but also usefully. And they'd also be able to identify any like crazy stuff that uh, Typhus left behind, right? I mean, as much more so than us. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't like them, but then the robot is whatever, I guess. Doesn't really talk to me. Uh, but. I I'm, guess it makes sense. I just like you, I, you didn't have me until you said they wouldn't actually be building anything. They'd be like designing stuff. Yeah, right? and like picking where it goes. And then you'd picking also be goes, you'd yeah. also be spying on them. Oh, I spy on like our people too. Oh, but you're spying on everybody. You're a spy master. You're not a spy apprentice. All right. Jeez. Okay. Reginald, I'm gonna need just like a little bit of help just transitioning into the role. Oh yeah. Whatever uh, you were doing. All right. Well, you can have Mog Crankshaft, but uh, oh god, <laughs> I'm keeping Doc Huckleberry. <laughs> Oh, come on. He, he's such a good spy, I forgot he was around. Sorry, he's been promoted to the army. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Every doc. general needs a butler. <laughs> uh, okay, then I was thinking, 
For Guildmaster, I think we should just have Leanne Lionshield. She's super honest. She's interested in admin, but not having to run general stuff. And I feel like she can talk to all the guilds necessary. Then if there's the Thieves Guild problem, the Spymaster can, like, smooth it out. Uh, sorry, what role was that? A quartermaster, or like a guild leader slash quartermaster. Uh, yeah, that just sounds like a bigger version of what she was already doing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I thought she'd make a lot of sense. Then uh, for the school system, because we got to start educating the young people to not just believe war is the answer to every problem. This one's going to come from left field. And again, you might not like it, but what I'm thinking is they run a hell of a farm, but they might run an even better school board. And they've raised my favorite boy of all the boys. What if Penny and Ford come and run our school district? But hold, it's like you read my mind. <laughs> They're kind of like the nicest people we know, and they can probably try to counterbalance all the narcissistic evil parents. If you could promise their protection. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, we're kind of all in on this. If this doesn't work, we'll have the Fortress of Forlorn Hope as a fallback. I'm hoping we can get this fucking I mean, gate to work. if this doesn't work, I assume it's because we've been, like, deposed and executed. Right? Oh, we're so <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're kind I love of... that we've incorporated so much of my family into this. <laughs> it was only last a minute. Ross yeah. is scared again. I mean, the thing is, uh, <laughs> even if we didn't incorporate them, they're already incorporated because you're a part of this. Uh, so, oh, fuck, isn't reputation fun? Uh, so then, the biggest challenge is we need someone to be a religious leader, and I've been thinking about this and just praying and thinking and praying and butthole just sinks into one of his kind of prayer trance states. And he's walking around the room, just touching random things and just thinking. He he's puts like, a hand on Quinny's face, like, get the yeah. fuck off. There's, a, there's an answer somewhere. I'm going to find it. Just come on me. Come on me. There's going to be an answer. And he ends up reaching out and touching the haft of Reginald's hammer. And Tom, I'm going to take you on a bit of a walk here. and You can shoot me down, but I'm going to go for this. Because I want to argue that Farthole Farch's body was smushed into a liquid, mm -hmm. some of which is on this hammer, mm -hmm. which means he is touching Farthole Farch's body. And I promise not to abuse this power, but oh, I would God. like Butthole Farch to instinctually cast resurrection while touching Farthole's body, <laughs> which would bring Farthole Farch back to life. <laughs> the answer to his prayers and the new high priest <laughs> of this nation. <laughs> no. Now, Tom, it sounds like you've already decided. I assure you there must be other options. <laughs> the room fills with a horrific stench. Tom, please. <laughs> As Ryan Laplante, outside yes. of our reality of the game, ruins my life. Tommy must reconsider. By dragging out of Butthalla, the afterlife of heroes, Farthole Farch. Yay! <laughs> Praise Bumble! That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, 
Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons and Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends, and, th- and they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe, maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go. You must have a, f- and a flask. He's anything. got a satchel. This is the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? Donkey Russ, cost? how much is the a donkey cost? question everyone wants to know. <laughs> For one hour. It's concentration. So if you do another concentration spell. It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing later tonight. <laughs> is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and then you won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons & Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at dumbdragons.com. We can't wait to adventure with you.